Manchester United are in crisis mode again. No, we are not back in this winter of 2018 towards the end of Jose's reign. We are in 2022, three years since those dark days. We are back in a similar, if not even worse, position. We have spent a further 350 million on players, including 80 million for Harry Maguire, our current club captain, 50 million for AWB, and 73 million for Sancho, amongst others. We are officially on the way to becoming Liverpool of the 90s. Constant managerial upheaval, mediocre, overhyped players in the squad. A board that has completely lost the plot how to run a football club. To be fair, they have lost the plot a long time ago, ever since Sir Alex retired. There needs to be another massive clear up of this squad in this summer window. Another rebuild. However, as with Manchester United, we know that is far easier said than done. One cannot plausibly replace the an entire squad. Hence, I have drawn a list of five players I believe should leave this summer. There will be some dishonorable mentions along the way. Now, let us go ahead with the list of five players i believe should be sold or let go for free in the summer we will start first with jesse lingard the first two players on my list are players who are on the last six months of their current contracts and will be effectively free agents in the summer and both should be let go but for entirely different reasons so allow me to begin Jesse Lingard this summer lingard should have been sold when stock was at the highest West Ham's rumored offer of 15 million should have been taken in a heartbeat and Lingard's 110 110k wages would also have been of our wage bill however due to a few reasons we were unable to complete that deal starting with Woodward and the board who stuck with their 25 million valuation of the player and also Ole's false promises to the player that he should stick around these both decisions have contributed to lingard's free agency lingard for his career should have forced ole and the board to take whatever west ham was offering as a fee and request his transfer however for a long time i have questioned lingard's mentality of wanting to leave the comfort zone of manchester united a club of which he is a youth product of when he was at west ham he realized that his youth product player status would no longer allow him to coast his way through his career it is well known he has no desire to extend his contract but my reason for him being on this list is simply because i do not trust the board to let him live on a free like with bai they might offer him a new deal to protect his value then we will be stuck with him for those years of his contract lingard has to leave in the summer and he should be the first name out of the door The next name is going to be of Paul Pogba. 
I do not even want to remember those euphoric days of his signing anymore. He hasn't lived up to his price tag and that is for various reasons. If I get to them, it will take an entire article dedicated to why it hasn't worked out for Paul Pogba. Instead, I will say that it is time Pogba moves on from Manchester United. This is to the player's benefit more than the club. In my opinion, the marriage of convenience has to end this summer. The worst part of all of this is that if he does leave, it would be twice that he has left the club on a free transfer. It is going to be embarrassing to the club, the board, Woodward, the fans that the Pogba saga is going to end this way again. There is a chance he extends the contract, which I would advise him not to do because that would be a mistake from both sides. It is time he leaves Manchester United, hopefully gets his dream move to Real Madrid. However, Real Madrid, for their part, do not seem to be enthused with the idea of paying his excessive wages and what's more, those wages of his agent. Mino Raiola. Pogba has to has to be let go this summer, and I hope Real Madrid do take him. Yes, we will be poorer without him, but this has to be done this summer. Next player on my list is Aaron Van Bissaka. He was signed under our previous manager just two seasons back. Back in 2019, we needed a solid solid defensive right back to replace the aging Valencia. Aaron Van Bissaka fit it to a T. The hope, especially mine, with AWB was that he would improve the right-hand side of the defense. However, that hasn't been the case recently. I also believe he would slowly develop the attacking aspect to his side. However, even that has not materialized. As I had said before, his famed defensive ability has also been a massive letdown this season and it began last season. His stacking is still his strength, however, his positional sense is very poor for a defender. I for one will not put the blame entirely on his young shoulders. He is just 24, mind you. The coaching since he has joined has been of very poor quality. No work has been put into his development and he has the same old weaknesses as he had before. He still looks like a Crystal Palace level of defender and that is not what we require at Manchester United, especially with the emergence of right backs such as Reese James, Trent Arnold and also the red that we currently are playing, that is Dallo. We will take a massive loss on him, according to me. And I believe we will not even obtain half of his original transfer value. However, I do not see the next manager keen on having Bisaka as the right back for next summer. Dallo has proven with the run of games, he has the attacking fullback ability way more than Van Bisaka. 
and defensively can be molded with the right coaching to improve that aspect of his play. Ethan Land is one of the youth product fullbacks I am personally very excited about as he could be played in a rotational role with Dallow. As with AWP, we will take the massive hit on his transfer fee. However, his wages will be of the wage bill and those can be partly redirected to lead. A fifth choice right back for his national side should never be a Manchester United squad player, let alone a starting 11 player. The next player on my list is Scott McTominay. For me, he is the worst midfielder we have signed. Sorry, we have had since those days of Jemba Jemba Cleberson. We have had Fellaini during that time, yet he is much worse than Fellaini. McTominay is only in the squad because he's a former youth academy product. Another reason is that he's Scottish and Sir Alex likes him. Personally, I will f- not find a single fan, even Sir Alex himself, who would tell me that he will ever have let McTominay become a regular first team player in his squad. McTominay can't pass the ball five yards with any sort of regularity. He goes hiding in games and he goes into positions where he realizes he will not receive the ball. Hence, the pressure will not be on him. And when he does receive it, he always does some weird front foot roll of the ball before he passes it. Which I believe he thinks in his mind is a skill. However, it is not. And it just takes away those 2-3 seconds where he could actually pass the ball before the defender or the midfielders get close to him. Also, that front foot roll of the ball either results in a sideways or a backwards pass. He seems scared to pass the ball forwards into space because invariably he stuffs those passes. Usually, average midfielders have one bad game out of four or five or six. McTominay is the opposite. He has one decent game in 10 and the fans start adoring him again. He was a decent tackler initially. However, even that part has deserted his skill set. He and Fred are played as defensive midfielders. However, it is much easier to dominate the midfield when they both play and even when McTominay plays as the holding midfielder. He just cannot deal with the opposition midfielders who can pass the ball much more effectively and they run ring, rings around him invariably. And he's also so poor positionally that he isn't effective in winning the position back. And usually he's always on the wrong side of the midfielder he's tracking. He does score odd goals here and there, which are usually long efforts, hence exciting. However, that was done by even a player known as Darren Gibson. Remember him? He is the most infuriating player who will never, according to me, get even into the midfield of relegation threatened Premier League sides, such as Newcastle and Norwich, who incidentally outplayed our midfield when he played them. Also, remember, his national side Scotland rarely plays McTominay in the midfield. He actually plays as a right-sided or left-sided defender for Scotland in a back three. That player is playing for Manchester United every game as a first-choice midfield player. Let that sink in for a moment. The positive from selling McTominay 
positives from selling McTominay are good. Firstly, whatever value we get for him will not be offset for any by any transfer fees we paid for him. McTominay could still be a decent squad player. However, I believe if he continues, the manager will be forced to make him an important part of the first team due to some politics in Man- at Manchester United, due to his nationality and his youth product status. And that's what worries me the most. Hence, I believe it is better to let him leave. Also, at 25, he is no longer a youngster. Ruben Neves, who is a year younger, is much more effective as a midfielder and is 10 times the player McTominay will ever be. And even he scores some long-range efforts. Now, for my fifth player, I have given it a long and hard thought over who should make the cut. It was very close to being Maguire. However, I do not see any financial sense in letting Maguire leave because we will not even get one-fourth of his transfer fee of 80 million. The captaincy clearly burdens him as he is not Manchester United captain material and he has never been one. Another poor decision made by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Another season at just another player and not a first-team regular starter or captain could suffice for next season. So finally, I have decided on my fifth player who is going to be none other than Fred. Fred is another 50 million plus transfer fee signing that has just not worked out. There is some sympathy for Fred since he was part of that disastrous summer window. He was bought only to Gazam City from signing him. Now, where have we heard that before? He has never been a defensive midfield player for his ex-club Shakhtar. And one can see his desire to affect the game. However, he just hasn't shown any Brazilian, Brazilian flair. So much so, it's a doubt that he's even Brazilian. McTominay has one minor thing going for him. At least he contributes to the goals. However, Fred on the other hand doesn't even offer that. He doesn't offer anything significant. He does press a lot more than any of our other midfielders. However, even that is not good enough considering his massive price tag. Another player who when sold will not be worth half of what we bought him for. His signing is one signing that has been a flop from the beginning and he may have some cult status at the club. However, he needs to be sold this summer. And that will revamp our midfield, hopefully. Now, some dishonorable mentions. Donny van der Beek. In an ideal world, van der Beek will stay next season and a manager, say Poch, will utilize him very well and he fulfills his potential at the club. However, we do not live in an ideal world and I feel a whole lot of sympathy for him. He was bought by a manager who didn't want him and had no clue how to use him. He clearly wants to leave in the Jan window itself, I believe, hence the reluctance by Rangnick to play him. He even doesn't get his token 5-minute appearances he got under Ole. Bought for a steal at 35 million at the time, he would be lucky to be sold for 20 million now. The next player on my list is club captain Harry Maguire. As I said before, I believe he will not be sold. However, I am tired of watching Maguire walk around the pitch with zero leadership quality. He is slow as a tank and with the turning speed of a snail. He gets dominated in the air, a trait 
is supposedly best at. It inspires no confidence when he has the ball at his feet, contrary to how he performs in that aspect for England and his and how he did for his ex-club Leicester. Leicester getting 80 million him made 80 million for him was a daylight of robbery. And I applaud the management to get that deal done. The closest of the dishonorable mentions to get on the top five list. Anthony Martial, another player whose potential has been unfulfilled. Again, another player who has been at fault along with the club. However, in this case, I believe Martial has let himself down. He should most likely leave in the Jan window itself. However, again, there are no suitors for him and his massive wages are a deterrence for clubs, especially clubs of the quality of Sevilla. No disrespect to them. He needs to rebuild his career at another club, away from the club of Manchester United. Eric Bain, too injury-prone, too erratic, another story of wasted potential, this time mostly due to injuries. Manchester United should still get, I believe, 20 to 25 million at a stretch for him, which is a lot closer to his original transfer value. However, even that is of scant consolation. Another player who should leave in the summer is Matic. Sadly, we should have had Matic three years before he actually joined the club. He does a decent job. However, he has completely lost his pace, whatever less pace he already had to begin with. He can still pass the ball. However, he is just a liability at times, especially with this current midfield. Next up are Mata, Jones and Cavani. Now for them, I do not doubt that any of them will stay next season. Cavani will leave, Mata should leave, will leave, not even should. Jones too should leave. They will leave on a free. The Jones would only leave on a free if the club buys the remaining part of his contract. So these were the five players who I believe should be sold or let go in the summer, along with some dishonorable mentions. I won't be surprised if the dishonorable mention players list which I have made are sold before the top 5 which I have made. However, I believe the top 5 have to be sold at any cost and the others depending on the buying club's capacity. Thank you for listening to my blog post. You can read it on www.thegloryhunter.com and you can view this podcast on Anchor by Spotify. It is also available on Spotify. It is under the heading of The Glory Hunter Podcast where you will see some of my other podcasts which have not been in my voice. However, they are all my blog posts, which I have converted to pods. Out of them, there is the episode, Woodward's Transfer Window Failings, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, The Vibes Era, Part 1, 2 and 3, all available.
I do have another podcast which I had written about the potential permanent managerial candidates for season 22-23. Please go have a listen to that and read the blog post if you cannot listen to it on Spotify. Also, there is a article plus podcast on something other than Manchester United that is on the Ballon d'Or rankings. Legitimate or unfair? You decide. Please go and watch listen to that podcast and subscribe to my podcast also like and share my articles on thegloryhunter.com i repeat it is thegloryhunter.com and my podcast on spotify is the glory hunter podcast thank you